Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy so you can know better and do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're so excited to be here today. Yeah, so today's show, we're going to answer the questions on how and why we compare ourselves to other people and why people who are different from us irritate us and what they have to really teach us about ourselves and so we can accurately see the world. Now, Kim, we all compare ourselves to others. Um, If you put two people in a room, they can't help but size each other up. Oh, it's the first thing they do, right? I mean, the minute you meet somebody new, at least on the subconscious level, right? Yeah. You're, You're measuring. Yeah, you're kind of eyeing them up. Should I be feeling intimidated by this person or should I be feeling inferior to this person? It's, it's a scary thing, really, to think that that's a part of human nature. So I want to ask a question to all of our listeners before we get started today. Do you often see yourself as above other people, that you're better than them in some way? Or do you tend to see yourself as beneath others and that others are better than you? Yeah, Nicole, we ask all our coaching clients this because most of us have one way we go more of the time. So most of my clients will say, you know what, I'm in judgment so much of the time. Everywhere I go, people I see, I'm seeing the negative and I'm seeing them as bad. I'm in judgment all the time. Or they tell me most of the time I'm in insecurity and everywhere I go, I see people and I think they're better than me. So we do. We want our listeners to just really ask yourself for a minute, which of those are you, do you more lean to? So I'm going to tell you my answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> it depends. It depends on the group and, and yeah. where I am because I, th- I know there's some situations where I do feel intimidated and I feel less than everybody in the room. And then there's certain groups where I think I feel really confident. I feel like a leader in the room mm, mm. and and I probably could lean. It just depends on what kind of people I'm around. What about you? Yeah, I have to say I find myself being more triggered in my life by things like judgment and criticism. So I think that probably that fact alone means I probably see myself as beneath others, which is a sad fact, really. It it is, but yeah. I think a, a lot of people relate to that. And we're gonna we're gonna be talking a lot on the show about the twelve shapes, and if you've not heard of the twelve shapes, you don't know what we're talking about. You'll want to visit our website twelveshapes.com, and and we'll get into more about them. But you and I are both arrows. Yeah. And for arrows, we do we we have a lot of fear around being judged and criticized by others, don't we? Absolutely. And so you might be listening to this saying, "Well, how does this actually going to help me change my relationships?" But the real truth is, is that every thought we have about ourselves actually influences all of the relationships that we're in with others, either positively or negatively. And as human behavior experts, we we studied you know people and relationships for fifteen years, and so we're going to give you. The the, the tricks and and learn how teach you how to actually see yourself accurately. Yeah, I, I appreciate you clarifying that because I had someone ask us, so on Relationship Radio, you're talking about how I compare myself to others. That sounds like it's just in my head. It doesn't have to do with my relationships. But the truth of the matter is the way that you feel about yourself, how much self-worth you feel, 
and and how you feel like you fit in the world is a huge factor in all your personal relationships because when you don't feel good about yourself and you feel like you're honestly less than other people you tend to be needy for validation Mm -hmm. and and you tend to often make your partner who the other people in your life kind of responsible for validating you and making you feel well about yourself which isn't fair yeah to do absolutely so I do want everybody to know, even though we're talking about something that goes on mostly in your head, it's it's crucial in your relationships, the way that you see yourself and how you fit. Because it, it changes how you show up, right, with other people. Yeah. So uh, is there ever a time where comparing yourself is good? Because we have a lot of clients, especially our executive clients, where they say, well, it's a good thing that I'm motivated in that way because I see someone who's above me and I want to chase them down and I want to go and compete with them and I want to get better than them. And it actually inspires me to do more and, and to work harder. Yeah, that's right. We I have a lot of executives who are afraid that they won't be motivated if they stop comparing because that chase has been a huge part of their motivation. Um, And we actually get a lot of clients when we talk about getting them out of fear, they're afraid without fear, they won't be motivated. Yeah, absolutely. So my answer to that is, does motivation really require fear? Or could we be motivated from a place of passion for what we're doing for growth and building and and creating and becoming? Mm -hmm. Or could we be passionate, you know, about serving uh, in the world and even growing your business and being successful can be about making a difference in the world. Could you be just as motivated by those things? And, and I also find that people who are motivated by fear and comparing and they're trying to always chase down the ones that that seem ahead of them. (laughs) Life is really stressful. Yeah. That's a hard It's a hard way to live. It is. It's a hard way to live, to be that competitive and to be in that place of comparison constantly. It might be producing positivity and and movement and progress, but that's not a place of internal peace to live in. Yeah, not at all. That's that's almost being tortured on the inside. (laughs) So we we do want you as our listeners today to, to really kind of step back a little bit and look at how much comparing goes on with you. And have you thought that it was a useful thing in your life? Or can you obviously recognize that it's taking away from your peace and joy in life? Yeah, and this can show up in every relationship in every area of your life. So this can be within marital relationships. This can happen at work. We work so much with high-risk teens, Kim. And we see that this comparing is is a really big part of, of that stage of life as well. Oh, it's like their full-time job. Yeah. Like literally all day, every day. And especially, don't you think, with the the rise of social media. Mm -hmm. And and it's not just the teens that that's affected. It's affected all of us. Yeah, it has. I've had clients, I've had to beg them to just get off Pinterest. Don't even get on it anymore because yeah. you're seeing all these amazing people. And Those cakes make and, me feel bad. Right? <laughs> oh, remember at Christmas, you tried to make a dessert that yeah. you saw on Pinterest. And and it was that colossal failure. Oh, it was, it, it was the it was grossest worth it. <laughs> thing I have ever seen. It was. And I think we, in the end, just threw the whole thing in the And trash. the dish because we couldn't we get, couldn't out, of get out of the dish. <laughs> okay. Nicole, get off Pinterest. Yeah, totally. It's you not serving me with those women. No, I can't. But it doesn't know. change my value. <laughs> it doesn't change my value. So we want you to understand why human beings play this game of comparing and dividing ourselves from other people. Because if you look around, that's exactly what's happening in every area of your life. And we really believe that this behavior is rooted in us trying to cope with 
the the real fear and the crux of it is our deepest, darkest core fear, the fear of failure. And that is that fear that we're not enough. And that fear, by the way, every one of us on the planet battles, right, to some degree every day. And it's painful. It's really painful. So you're going to hear us talk a lot about these two core fears that drive all human behavior. And understanding this will really give you the opportunity to change your life because you're going to start making sense of why you react and why you behave in the way that you do. And these life-changing principles then help you to live fearlessly in every relationship that you have. Yeah, Nicole, we're, we're going to absolutely be talking about fear of failure almost every week on our show. Yeah. And the reason we're going to do that, guys, is literally everybody on the planet, you, us, Everybody you know is battling every day this really painful fear that they might not be good enough. They might not be adequate. And and if you don't feel like you're battling that, you think you're like you've got it all <laughs> going on, um, chances are it's actually still playing out on the subconscious level and you're trying to convince yourself that you're really amazing to hide it. <laughs> yeah, and there's this big compensation going on. There's a compensation on. going on. I mean, it's just in play with everybody Yeah. And so we're going to talk a lot about the 12 shape relationship system. So that is our, um, you know, what we, this people science that we've created over the last 15 years. And the reason that this is so important is it helps us understand every aspect of human behavior because each of the 12 shapes is driven by what they value and they fear. So if you know what your shape is and you know the relationship of your spouse and your children, you're then in a position where you can understand what fear might be driving a lot of their bad behavior. Yeah, um, a matter of fact, I mentioned already, if you don't understand about the 12 shapes, you want to know which shape you are, they can go to our website, 12shapes.com. But each shape is based on what you fear and what you value. Yeah, and so there's some shapes in there that are more plagued with this comparison than others, right? And yeah. so if, if this is really ringing true for you and you think, gosh, this is a really big part of my life and, yeah, I'm, this is crippling me in my relationships, you're going to want to understand that that even more. So let's talk more about this this first fear, this fear of failure. Yeah, okay. So I'd like everybody to kind of understand where it came from. And I really believe this fear that you're not good enough started when you were a small child because every five minutes someone was saying, no, don't do that. Don't be like that. Can't you be more like this? And they were basically telling you every day that you need to change. You need to be different than how you are mm-hmm. to be enough and, and get approval. And then, you know, we, we start school and the first thing every kid learns in school is that there are children smarter than you, more athletic, better looking, have nicer things. Yeah. And you, that inadequacy just starts. And, it, and I wish I could say that as an adult, I've grown out of it. But honestly, as an adult, there are even more levels on which I can fail and compare myself. I mean, now I can <laughs> fail as a parent. I yeah. can fail at my career. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and, and basically all of us have got this subconscious idea that our value is literally based on these four things, our appearance, yeah, our performance, which is everything you do, mm. our property. So our clothes, the car we drive, the house we live in. The cell phone you have if you're a teenager. Right. Yeah. And then the last one would be the opinions of others. Do, do, are my popular, do people like me? And, and I really want our listeners to kind of step back for a minute and, and ask yourself of those four categories, which are you using to try to feel a sense of value for yourself in your life? Are you, are you worried about your appearance all the time? 
do you never leave the house without makeup and being all done up because you've got to look right because your value depends Mm -hmm, on it mm -hmm. or is performance and property your scorecard i think with a lot of our our male listeners that car they drive is a big part of their self-esteem more so than me yeah definitely i don't know maybe some other women really care about the car they drive but um but which of those four is in play for you where are you trying to find a sense of value from and then, then how does it actually look when it's in relationships? Because if you're in fear of failure, you, you, you start to behave in a really unbalanced way. And so we all know people. And as I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna list off a few of the characteristics around um, fear of failure. Um, just what it actually looks like. You'll, you'll see it in yourself, or you'll actually see it in others. So, um. You know, you show off or you know it all. You can become egocentric, competitive, attention seeking. You know, there's people who fish for compliments, um, people who are seeking validation. That can happen online, it can happen in person. So, hey, we have to take a break, but they're just a few of those um, characteristics of fear of failure. And then after the break, we're going to give you more ways to and great ideas on how to stop comparing and, and dividing yourself up so that you can feel better and stop comparing yourself to others. All right, we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Hey, welcome back. It's Nicole and Kim here. And today we're talking about how to stop comparing yourself with others. Now, before the break, we were listing through all the different behaviors that can show up when when we're in fear of failure. And this is whenever we feel like we're not enough. And you, as we go through through these um, these different feelings and these different behaviors, I want you to just sit with this and say, "Hey, do I do this, or do I know someone else who does that?" Right. So, now, and let's just say this is not about getting in judgment no. of anybody else. It's about gaining compassion. Yeah, because if I can see that this is a behavior that I don't necessarily like in myself and others, but understand where it comes from, I can show up better. Right? Yeah, I've noticed, Nicole, people who who are kind of attention seeking. Um, it's really easy for us to recognize that and be in judgment a little bit of that behavior. But when you understand the reason that they are a show off or a know-it-all is really because they're so afraid that they're not enough. Mm. You recognize them as scared and not arrogant. You suddenly have so much compassion and you get where they are because you've got the same fear, even though you might not have the same behavior. Yeah. So some of the behaviors we're talking about is when you are egocentric, attention-seeking, fishing for compliments. I've had a lot of people in my life who fish for compliments, right? I see it a lot on social media too. Yeah. And, and in that moment, I just want to pull them down a peg or two because it's so irritating to me. <laughs> it triggers me. But but what we're saying is, no, that's not the most compassionate way to go. We want to see this and say, hey, they're just in fear. They don't feel they're enough. You know why it triggers you though? Because our fear of failure sees all this oh my gosh my life's so great look at me and and it triggers us that's yeah. why it bugs us so bad it does it really it's about our own insecurity Dang yeah it. <laughs> I hate it when Dang I have it. to it has to be my work too the other thing is that when people don't um take risks or they play small I see this a lot in a lot of the the high-risk teens that we work with right where they play small in the world or they don't really pursue their goals they don't commit to anything because hey then I'm going to be accountable for that and what if I fail or what if I only get halfway there, you know? And I was brought up in a home which was, you know, reach for the moon. And if you get halfway, then that's still brilliant, right? But the generation today, and the, and particularly the teens that we work with, they're so afraid of looking like they've got ambition and that they've got drive and they're motivated because they, they get pulled down for that. Well, right? anytime you take a risk and you put yourself out there, I mean, even us being on the radio or writing articles for newspapers, magazines, Every time we do that, we get criticized. We do. So we you, do. You, you take risks and it's da- it's dangerous to your self-esteem if you're not rock solid on it. Yeah. So, yeah, we see a lot of people, there's no way they would do this. Yeah. It's and what about those people who only participate if they know that they're going to win? Yeah, they only play games they can win. Yeah. Oh, or people totally. who um, don't really want anyone to know about... Uh, you know, the stuff that's going on in their lives. They're very highly private. And I, I know as an arrow. We're a little um, private too. <laughs> I, I'm very private because I feel like if the, there's a less of my laundry that's out there, the less criticism I'm going to receive. So, you know, that's a very big arrow quality. So maybe you're listening to this going, hey, I do that too. And you'll want to jump onto 12shapes.com and find out what shape you are. But For let's, sure. We can see people are taking the quiz while we've been talking today. Yeah. Um, so, Nicole, now that they we've kind of talked about the behaviors, the ways that, that people behave, behave when they have fear of failure. I want to take a minute and explain to our listeners from a position of psychology why we all have that fear. Yeah, where does it come from? 
Okay, so what we've discovered is that it's all based in a very fundamental subconscious belief that you have, and everybody on the planet has it. We've we've basically all accepted it as a fact, even though it's not a fact, it's a belief. Yeah, the two different things. Very different. <laughs> so the belief that you have is that your value and that all people's value can go up and down. And think about it, you you subconsciously feel like if you could just lose weight or make more money or get better clothes or buy a new car, or whatever it is for you, if you could just do those things, your value would go up and then you could finally feel good. But it's only temporary, right? Yeah. And, and the problem is if you believe your value can go up, you also believe it can go down. And that means every mistake you make baby weight you can't lose you know any, you lose your uh, job or anything that happens yeah. you you feel like your value literally goes down and you see yourself now as less than other people and this is the problem if you believe human value can go up and down you have to also believe that some people have more value than other people because those two beliefs go together so we ask people all the time in our coaching sessions, because it's a, it's a great thing just to see where they're sitting with this. Who has more value, Donald Trump or the man underneath the bridge who has a cardboard sign? Oh, yeah. And they kind of know, like, maybe the right answer should be that they have the same. But come on, who's contributing? Who's contributing more, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of people who think Donald Trump might be worse maybe. than the guy under the bridge right now. But, but it's an interesting thing. And it just shows that we have this value system that we've all bought into. Right, we, we and it's totally not have. truth. It's it's this this program that we've all attached ourselves to, that says that that we all have to be achieving in order to have value. Right, yeah, that it, that your value is based on your performance and yeah. how much you contribute. Um, Nicole, the thing is, this this belief is so widespread. Everybody on the planet believes this at the subconscious level. Mm. And therefore believes that some groups of people have more value than other groups of people. And if we really look at the core cause for most of the problems going on on the planet, the all the wars, the terrorism, the racism, all the division between different religions or belief systems. Politics. All of it is based at its core in this idea that some people are better yeah. than other people. And, you know, I've only been living in Utah for 18 months, but there are people here who think that the blue team is better than the red team, right? Or there's oh, people yeah. who think that, you know, you've got to drive a Jeep or no, it's got to be a Chrysler or, you know, people who like Pepsi or Coke. I mean, the world works on these divisions. Well, Kim. really, the political division right now is is just the huge one. I mean, that the hate that people feel mm. Towards those who who support Trump or who don't or who, you know, seem to have more um, inclusive uh, political views than exclusive political views, and 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 it pains me to see the conflict and the hate between the groups. But what we want our listeners to understand is is all of this at its core is really simply tied to this very foundational belief that your value goes up and down. And as long as you believe that's true, no matter how hard you try to perform better, to earn value, Mm. you will find people out there who have things you don't feel like you have and you will feel not good enough. I mean, you cannot win with this system that value can change and go up and down because no matter how hard you try, you're still not going to be enough. And so as long as you continue to buy into that belief system, which is not truth, it's belief system, you're going to feel less than other people or better than other people and you're going to engage in that comparison, right? 
Yeah. Now, the other big part of that is judgment, right? Because not only do we compare, but we also project our ideas and we judge others. We do. So, so you're going to hear us on Relationship Radio talk a lot about how to get out of fear. We're gonna we're gonna get into it real deep, I think, on our next show. Um, but but real quickly, we want to just give you this this idea that you do have the power to change this foundational belief and believe instead that all human beings have the exact same value. Yeah. And that it can't change. Yeah. So no matter what your performance or appearance is today, you still have the same value as everybody else. And, and we're going to get into it deeper, but at its core, that is going to be the cure to stop the comparing. Yeah. So you've actually got to realign your belief system to where you see yourself and every person on the planet as equal, right? And that value is not extrinsic. It's not outside of you with performance and, and appearance and property and, and how people view you, but there's an intrinsic value that is actually where we hold our worth. And that was given at birth. And and it's with us until the day we die, right? And it's the same as every other human being. And so all the details that are in my life that are different from your life and different to every one of our listeners, that's actually, you know, all those details that make up your life, right? That That's this incredibly interesting, engaging piece of growth that you're in right now. And all those people, that is not actually where your worth is. You're absolutely right, but it's going to be a battle, isn't it, for everybody? I mean, yeah. I know I'm still fighting that battle everywhere of not comparing myself and, and seeing my values the same, and I had a an interesting chance to practice this week. I had a, a TV appearance uh, a couple days ago as a promo for a conference that I'm going to be speaking at, and uh, here I am, this arrow, and, and if you don't know a lot about the arrow profile, we don't spend a lot of time on hair and makeup. We're not really that good at putting, I don't know, the the look together, right? Yeah, we yeah. try. We really try. We try. But it doesn't seem to work like those other women. And those other women are stars. So if you're one of those women and you're listening, you go, oh, that's just effortless for me. And I put it. Oh, I you're put, probably a star. You're probably a star. <laughs> yeah, I put the, the outfit together and I the look looks complete. But, but those stars, they walk into a room, they look like they've just come off a TV commercial. Oh, yeah. Right? And let me tell you, the ladies interviewing me on this TV thing, they were gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> it's so together. And they, I mean, they literally are TV stars. So I was teasing them how they're a star Um, but you know what even knowing everything I know and practicing for years believing that I have the same value as everybody else that comparison still showed up in my head Mm -hmm. and and I had to like talk my way process my way through it remind myself again that we all have the same value and though people are different from me and they have different talents and strengths than I have um, there's other things I'm good at. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So in that moment, we have to remember that our value is not in those things. That's really the only way that we can actually start not, you know, adjusting that belief system and not participate and step into that place of comparing or, or judgment, right? Because you weren't judging those stars. You were just claiming the fact that you're an arrow. I was. <laughs> and, and that's but, okay. You know, the problem, we talk a lot, in, and in my book, Choosing Clarity, I talk about the voice of fear in your head. Mm-hmm. And um, I, a matter of fact, that voice of fear that's constantly telling me that I'm not enough is, oh, it's such a problem. So when we come back from the break, let's talk some more about that voice in your head and how to quiet that voice 
And so you can show up differently for yeah. yourself and others. Yeah, we'll All be right. right back. Thanks. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call Now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back to Relationship Radio. So today we're exploring how the fear of failure shows up in our behavior and how we compare ourselves to others and how we judge others because we perceive their differences as wrong. They're not wrong. We're just different. There's no right or wrong. There's just different, right? It is, but it's the voice of fear in our heads that tells us that different means better or worse, mm. right? I mean, it, it's a subconscious program that we have with this fear of failure all the time that makes us see everybody basically as better than us or worse than us on some level. And and we mentioned before the break um, that this voice of fear in your head, if that makes sense, I, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. You know the negative dialogue that oh, yeah. shows up that rips you apart. Yeah. I mean, the minute we finish anything, even the moment the radio show's over, the voice of fear is going to kick in and tell us all the things we should have done better. Yeah, next time do this. Different. Right. So I actually named that voice in my head. Uh-huh. And what have you called it? I named it Simon Cowell. 
<laughs> That's perfect. It's the meanest judge on the planet. Oh, it is. And it he is. loves being the meanest judge, yes. too. He and loves it. It rips me apart every time, no matter what I do. And I know there's a lot of our listeners out there who have the same voice in your head that does the same thing to you. And so we're going to talk today about some of the the unhealthy ways that we cope with that those negative thoughts in our minds. And then we're going to talk about some healthy ways that we can deal with that voice in our head. Yeah. So when that negative voice comes up, I, I can't show up for anyone else. I'm just completely paralyzed in not feeling like I'm enough. And I'm not good to the people around me. Yeah. Right. Well, you're, you're in a fear state. And yeah. when we're in a fear state, we're not capable of showing up with love. Yeah. Because you can't do them both. Yeah. And this is this is an unhealthy place for me. And it's an unhealthy place for the people I'm in a relationship with. Right. Absolutely. Because I'm not going to be balanced and they're not going to get the best of me. And really, your behavior is probably going to be a little bit selfish because your focus is on protecting yourself more than it is to giving to other people. Yeah. So what are some of the behaviors that then I'm likely and every one of us is likely to do in this unbalanced, fearful state? What does that look like? Okay. So, so you guys, if you're taking notes, you want to write this down. There is one human tendency that we all do to cover our fear of not being good enough. We call it the shame and blame game. And what basically happens is the more shame that you're experiencing, and, and really I'm talking about fear of failure, the more that negative voice plays in your head, on the subconscious level, you will look for bad in other people that you can focus on instead. And the more that you can stay in judgment, focused on how bad they are, it takes the focus off your bad and kind of makes your ego feel better. Yeah, the, the ego loves projection instead loves of responsibility, it. right? Yes. Yeah. So so we just look for somebody who we can complain or be bothered with. Um and I, I actually have a story that happened recently. My my brother gave my daughter a car. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited to have her first car. We went to pick it up. And she gets in and she says, Mom, how come this car has two brake pedals? And I went, Uh-oh. oh, no, it's a manual transmission. She's yeah. never driven one. Okay. So we had to quickly give her some lessons on how mm-hmm. to drive this car. And at one point, we kind of almost hit someone. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I leaned out the window and apologized to these people and, and explained that we're just teaching her how to drive this, you know, and stop like, going sorry, well sorry, yet. sorry. Sorry, we almost killed you. <laughs> and when I got back in the car, I could I could tell she's furious. Mm. She was humiliated that she's not getting it. And she, But instead of feeling shame, she was so mad at me for humiliating her and saying what I did. And I handled it wrong. And it was all in blame. And my husband, wanting to make her feel better, kind of reached up and said, oh, honey, it's okay. Your mom does stuff like that to me sometimes, too. Oh. Yeah. Because now, instead of being in shame about that maybe I said it in a way that embarrassed my daughter, I'm pissed at him. Yeah. (laughs) And the blame just keeps going around and around. And you guys, you do it. Everybody in your family, we all do it. You see it sometimes in your kids, don't you? Yeah. Um, so we have this behavior in my home called the dying swan. Now, I have a nine-year-old diva. She's a star and in, in our 12-shape <laughs> system. And so she has this big dying swan act where she lays on the lounge. You don't know how hard it is for me, Mom. And, you know, you don't live in my life. And you don't. And just carry on and carry on. And what she is is she's just doing a very dramatic performance, right, of projecting all of the problems in her life at me. Yeah, and does she do it when she's in trouble, especially? Oh, yeah, totally. Because- she doesn't want to unpack the dishwasher. Oh. That's when it comes, oh, you asked me to do so much and nobody helps me around here. And, and it keeps going, right? And I have to tell you, 
I've been known to do that too, right? I don't do it in the dramatic star way, but as an arrow, right? If I get into that place and that shame and blame, I just shut down. Right. right, withdrawal, not <laughs> happening, back to my work, drown myself on my laptop. It's the safest place. And then subconsciously, we can kind of go to judgment. Yeah, and, 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 and make I, them wrong. I want everybody to realize the reason you go to judgment and criticism is always subconscious technique to cover your own fear of failure. That's just one of the things we do. Now, one other technique that a lot of us use at the subconscious level it has to do with dividing ourselves from other people into these groups. And when we do that, we get to see us as the good guys and them, whatever the other group is, as the bad ones. So you mentioned here in Utah, who cheers for which college, the blue or it's the red. It's a big deal here. It's a big deal. Yeah. And if you cheer for the wrong school, you are them and you are yeah. the bad ones. You yeah. are the stupid or whatever it is, the mean ones, the, yeah. the stuck up ones. Um, but I see people divide themselves by these groups in, in so many different areas. I mean, even do you drink Coke or Pepsi? Are you a Coke person or a Pepsi person? Or I've heard the the Miracle Whip or mayonnaise people. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, anybody who likes Miracle Whip, there's something wrong with you. Well, I don't even know about either. So well, mayonnaise is probably more common to me as an Australian. But, you know, it's interesting how we do this. And, and it's it's not just that we do it and we have to take responsibility for doing it, right? But we have to understand why we do that because then we can – and we need to understand why other people do that because then I can show up and I can be in love and compassion and say to my – you know what? My nine-year-old's overwhelmed, okay, and she doesn't want to unpack the dishwasher. So how to show up with love and compassion while not get letting her get off the hook and still do the dishwasher, right? Yeah, and, and when you can become consciously aware that this is what you're doing, you'll also kind of see how in groups – we validate each other's judgment of the other people. Oh, you're totally justified to believe oh. that that's better, yeah, right? Yeah, everybody around me is on my side that our college is better and the other one is worse. It, it just builds this justification for we're the good ones and they're the bad ones. And that does something for our ego. Well, that's the whole foundation of gossip, right? Oh, it is, totally. Right, is that you're justified to feel like that and then before you know it, it's Chinese whispers and it completely gets out of control. Right. So judging others and gossip and that fault finding anybody who you feel intimidated by, this is how this unhealthy fear of failure shows up. So I want everybody to ask yourself, who are the people that you judge? Mm. Because usually there's a specific type of people. And, and I don't know if it's a certain political group or if it's um, a religious ideology or I can tell you for me, the only people that I really find myself in judgment of are people who judge other people, which is really funny because I'm doing the very thing. I know I can see it. <laughs> I'm doing the very. Do you thing. want a mirror? I'll put a mirror right? up for you. <laughs> I know, um, but but I think my core fear is tied into it too because people who are judgmental scare me that they're going to judge me. Yeah, so it's so easy to beat them to like it. Them. Yeah, right. beat them to it. Cast them as a bad guy first. <laughs> okay. Now, the whole reason we're explaining this and we're owning the fact that we battle this, it's human nature. We're all battling this fear, but we want you to understand what's going on at the subconscious level and why you want to be in judgment, why you tend to actually kind of like to gossip about the relative or whatever that's making a mistake, Mm -hmm. because this is an unhealthy but sort of effective, I guess, way to quiet that core fear that you're not good enough. But it doesn't make you look good and it doesn't make you happy at the end of the day to be doing it this way, right? Yeah. And so 
really each one of the 12 shapes have has this unbalanced fear of fa- failure projection behavior that, that's unique, right? So they can go to 12shapes.com. They can take the quiz there, work out what shape they are, and then they can see the behaviors, how they show up in an un- unbalanced state. And this is where the magic is because if I know that, I can do better. Right. If I know that I, I shut down and withdraw and I bury myself and work and that's just my fear of failure behavior, I'm far more likely to be able to take accountability, personal responsibility and show up more loving to myself and then and show up better for others. Right. Yeah. Nicole, um, we do find there's some shapes that have more of a tendency to be in judgment of others. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's really helpful to figure out what shape you are and to read through the what, what are the behaviors that I can show up in yeah. in an unbalanced state. And it doesn't actually make me a more judgmental person. It's just that that is the, the default I've always gone to because my fear of failure might be higher than the other people, right? Because how many times have we received a negative piece of feedback that you're like this, you're judgmental or you're intolerant? My one that I get all the time is I'm impatient, right? I'm impatient. And I I can now own that and go, I'm impatient because I have fear of failure. And I'm working on that. Okay. I'm working on that. And I'm really, you know, I'm so aware and I'm going to love myself through this. And if you could love me through this too, that would be really great too. Right. Nicole, you know what I'm realizing too, is that a lot of the core values tie into the people we judge. So all of the shapes that value people as the highest thing they value yeah um they are more in judgment of those who aren't like them right yeah anybody who doesn't value people more than anything else and and put connection above productivity well they're bad Mm. and and we all have a tendency to think the way we are is the way other people probably should be why can't they be more like this i have one of my children who is not an arrow my other ones almost all are yeah (laughs) but i have one that is not an arrow. And and for years, I would say, why can't you just be more like the rest of us? Why can't you just get it together? And one of the most powerful things I think the 12 Shapes has done for our family is let her say, see, mom, I'm just not wired like you. Yeah. I'm not you. I'm never going to be you. But I'm enough. Yeah. Right. I have the same value. Yeah. So if you know then the dynamics within your home, you can start celebrating everybody's uniqueness. And this is really the message here of Relationship Radio is that everybody is different. And those differences and uniquenesses should be celebrated in such a big way instead of us constantly comparing, judging others and believing in right and wrong. We celebrate different here at Relationship Radio. We're not about right and wrong. We're about celebrating different. Hey, we have to take a break. um, But when we come back, let's talk about how to fix your self-esteem and how you can feel better about yourself because there are some healthy qualities of fear of failure as well. So let's talk about that. You're with us here on Voice America Relationship Radio. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book, called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. 
Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Hey, you're with Nicole and Kim here on Relationship Radio. We're going to get into how to really see humans as the same as you, right? Which is really the secret to repairing your self-worth and your fear of not being good enough that causes you to want to compare yourself to others. And I, Nicole, I know we fire-hosed them again in this show. We've delivered so much content. I hope we haven't overwhelmed anybody. So I want to go back to probably the most important point that yeah. we want to make today. Um, the reason that you're afraid you're not good enough is because you believe your value can change. And because you believe your value can change, you tend to see people as better than you or worse than you. And so the real simple answer, and we've been teaching this, guys, for 15 years. And let me tell you, all the things we used to try to repair self-esteem that never worked, (laughs) this actually works. If you choose to start believing And you've got to accept it as your foundational belief that applies to everybody on the planet that we all have the exact same value and it can't change. And it's not possible for any human being to have more intrinsic worth than any other. You really are going to start seeing that fear go down. Mm -hmm. You've seen it happen. Absolutely. And we've got to celebrate people for everything that they are instead of focusing on what they're not and what we're not, right? Because we all have strengths. And the 12-shape relationship system that we've developed over the last 15 years, and you can learn about it at 12shapes.com and take the quiz there. The, The real foundations and the magic of this is understanding there's 12 different types of people in the world. Right. And they all have unique strengths. So I like to think that I'm in Kruger National Park in one of those Jeeps and I'm going on a safari and I see zebras and I see uh, giraffes and I see elephants and I see rhinoceros. And really, that's what it's like. Like We see people who are like others. 
Now, first of all, that's that's a great thing because I'm not alone, right? <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not broken, right? There's 12 different types of people who have very, you know, similar to almost to the point of identical relationship behavior. And you know, right? I've watched you over the last 16 months have people in, a, in your office who you explain their shape to them and they go, oh my gosh, you mean there's others like me? And I'm not you crazy, this is right? this normal yeah. for a heart? This is how all hearts are? Yeah. And, and I'm not just broken. This is just how I'm wired. It's such a relief to them. Yeah. To know that they don't have to be somebody else. They can focus on what they are good at. Yeah. And and it's helped me too. I have to tell you, now that when I met you and I realized you're not good at hair and makeup and outfits either, <laughs> we try, we try. And so every morning I get ready the best I can. And then I say, okay, this really isn't my thing though. I'm going to go get them with my love. Yeah. Today, I can do that. I can get them with my love and my productivity because yeah. that's what I'm good I'll at. I'll work anyone under a table because I'm an arrow, right? Yeah, right. So this is not about placing labels or putting anybody into any categories because there's no judgment. This is about celebrating everybody's strengths and for, for everyone to really step into the real essence of who they are. That's their unique value, right? That's the whole point of relationship radio. That's the whole point of the 12 shape relationship system. So how do we start celebrating each other one each other's strengths in in these really personal relationships that can be painful? Yeah, so the first step is you've got to understand them. Mm. And that's why we we recommend you not just take the quiz, but you have everybody in your family take the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can understand how they're wired and what their strengths and, and weaknesses are. And, of course, our weaknesses, we're going to work on them. Yeah. Um, you, you and I, we're, we're constantly working on doing better and being more people-focused and, and getting out of our heads and, and all of that stuff. Um, But we remember the whole time that those faults, flaws, weaknesses don't change our value. And and you guys, for for that principle to really make a difference in your world, you've got to do two things. One, you've got to make it the language for everybody in your family. All the time, you're talking about how nothing around your performance affects your value. And when, when your kid wins a game, a soccer game, you know, cheer that's great but remember that didn't change your value you're not any better than the kids on the other Mm, team you all have the same value and when they lose the game and they feel terrible remind them well at least that didn't affect your value yeah i have to tell you that's that's a such a common language in my home that my daughter will drop a dish out of the dishwasher right and she's nine and she'll go to have this big dramatic meltdown see i told you i can't do it and it's too much to ask me and i go no it's okay. It doesn't change your value, right? And if I back into a pole when I'm trying to get out of CrossFit, you know, and, and I hit a pole and, okay, it's inconvenient for me, t- totally. And I, and did I wish something else had happened? Yes, but it doesn't change my value. Last week, we were leaving the office. Um, we're business partners, by the way. Um, and we were leaving our office and you picked up your purse and you'd not put on your water bottle lid. And so it was It was like Niagara oh, Falls coming out of your purse. Water. Yeah, and, and you didn't and I was miss like, a beat. Yeah. You said doesn't change your value. <laughs> you did not miss a beat with that. That was beautiful. And and guys, this really has to be something that you're teaching your children, that you're talking about in your home all the time, so that you're making it a change in your foundational belief that applies to everyone in the world. And the other thing you've got to do to make this happen is you have to give up judgment. Yeah. You have to completely give up judgment. You can't say that other people can be sucky and not good enough, but your value stays the same. You don't get to do that. No. Either we all have the same value that doesn't change or none of us do. 
So this week, we want to inspire you to go and get them with your love, right? <laughs> go and get them with your love. Live unconditionally with with seeing everybody as their value is unique and celebrate everybody's differences. See that your value and the value of everyone else that you care about is the same and that it can't be earned. It's given at birth. You have it through your entire life. So go out and celebrate and be the best you, right? And every time you're around people who are different from you, no matter what difference that is, we want you to think through, okay, different. It might make me uncomfortable. It may, might you know, bring up some weird or negative feelings because this person is different from me. But we have the same value. It's different but equal mm-hmm. in value. And and you can notice that they, they're better at doing their hair than you are yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that's okay but it doesn't mean anything if it doesn't affect if appearance doesn't affect our value yeah it means so nothing you get the power to choose how you feel this week right based on what you've learned today so we hope that today's uh show has really brought you some some value and some insight about your human behavior and this is something that we're going to continue to work on here at Relationship Radio to help give you the tools and skills to actually show up differently because your relationships are only ever the sum of your own self-esteem, right? The health of your relationships. And so we have lots of tools and skills and tips and tricks on our simple psychology method and how to master every relationship in your life. Yeah, let's just mention if if you want to learn more about the principles and the things we've talked about, we've got two books that are available on our website, our people guidebook that talks all about the 12 shapes. Everybody needs that book, Nicole. Yeah, it's such Everybody a simple, easy read and it's it's one of the most empowering ways to open up dialogue with, with difficult relationships. So whether that's your teenager or you and your spouse who aren't exactly on the same page right now, right it's such a great way to open up those conversations and and our other book is choosing clarity the path to fearlessness which really explains how to change some of your foundational beliefs and policies to ones that will help you live without fear where you can really show up as the love that's who you really are so if you haven't read those you can find out more about them on our website 12shapes.com so actually we've reached the end of the show but before we go we want to give you a little preview of next week's show you are not going to want to miss this because we're going to give you a little human behavior 101 lesson and explain the secret to understanding all of the behavior of every person in your life and how these two core fears drive our bad behavior so we can love more yeah so this week we talked a lot about the fear of failure we didn't get in at all to the fear of loss we want to really explain next week we're going to get into details about how to recognize what fear somebody has and how to get yourself and others out so don't miss next Thursday's show we'll be back see you then thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio we hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life but we'll join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.